In a world where you need a book to read, Amber Fraley has written a book. The Bug Diary from Anamkara Press is a non-stop freight train of a book while never losing that humble book next door charm that made you fall in love in the first place. Part coming of age romp, part mysterious ghost story. Get Amber Fraley's The Bug Diary or subsist in a prison of your own regrets. Available at the Raven Bookstore, anamkara-press.com, or contact Amber Fraley, author on Facebook. The Bug Diary by Amber Fraley. It's a book. Buy it. Get it. Read it. Go do it. The Bug Diary. Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Uh, double deuce. We are with you. Boy, you really, you stalled on that one. You you, you get you had a little lag there on the other yeah. end. Is your hey, ping I feel like rate that, high? What's that? Well, you, you, is your ping rate high? Are you working on a 56K today? Yeah, it, uh, I feel, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, a little, I'm a little tired, maybe. Okay. Well, I also feel like that's, that's. We're, we're we're zooming. That that's my that's my NPR double deuce. That's my that's your NPR double deuce. Yeah. How, how's you know, everything's again? a little bit more relaxed. Everything's a little bit more, you know. Yeah. No. A little you, more. Hey. Was, hey, how's it really, going? They're really not yelling. Relaxed. They're not yelling at you. They're like, oh hi. Yeah. I I, I, I seriously thought I was sitting around a campfire eating beans. I thought. I was listening to the beginning of This American Life. I thought, why yep. am I on This American Life with Ira Glass? Why am I doing that now? Well, just, I mean, luck. Yeah, that, that would probably be it. Um, the, welcome to the best podcast introduction on earth. You know it. Yeah, we're double deuce. And this is episode two. Hundred and three hundred and twenty thirty twenty five six seven eight two two hundred and two two thirty three thirty two three thirty one three thirty. How long am I supposed to let you go? Uh, just help me out. It's it's three twenty one. 321. Hey, it's old enough. You, you guessed every, like every other 320, but 321. <laughs> <laughs> it's old enough to drink if it was an elf because the drinking age for elves is 321. I don't it's know if a lot of people knew that. I mean, that's like when you can just like buy it. Like, I feel like elves are they, they kind of got that like French or Italian vibe where like you can you can be drinking wine when you're extremely young. You just can't like buy a bottle of wine until right. you're in your 300s. Right. Here's an interesting fact. Uh, the drinking age for elves was actually 318 until the the middle 80s when uh, L. Ronald Reagan was like, uh, you know, this needs to be 21 now. And all the elves were like, fuck this. We're going west. But uh, no one went west. No one really went west. They just accepted it. Because really, when it comes down to it, all elves want to do is bitch all of the time. They just want to complain about how put upon they are. 
And then they're like, somebody's like, we need your elf help. And like 10 of them show up in ostentatious gold armor that's like totally pristine because it's never been used. Because what are elves going to do? Fight? No. No, they're just going to scorn. They're going to scorn every time. And they basically just get themselves shot to shit. And that is the purpose of elves who are assholes. I mean, like they just kind of defeated like a lot of the early Dark Lords all by themselves, though. That's the oh. thing. They're re- they're retired at this at that point. They're like Jesus Christ. Can't you guys? Can't you humans deal with this once by yourselves? Do we always have to come bail you out? We were we were killing these things before you guys even existed. J- Jack and I have a thing going, and I'm t- stop me if I've I've talked about this before, but we were doing that game like. Who would you be in the Lord of the Rings, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and like so, like like let's play that game. Like, okay, Nelson, who who would you be in Lord of the Rings? This is great. I feel like a damn sixteen year old kid here, and Nelson. Who would you be in Lord of the Rings? But but go with me. It's an intellectual exercise that turns into a big marital dispute at the end. So just go with me. Who would you be in Lord of the Rings? There. Um. Hmm. That's a good question. I'm thinking, you know, I think I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the bartender at the at the prancing pony in Bree. That's I mean that's a little that okay. I, I admire I mean well you, I mean how how like how realistic are we trying to be? Are we just like talking about like whose energy do I have, or like represent some properties I mean, of, or like who, I, yeah. like who am I? Like if you, like if I were in that world, like what's the more likely role that I would have within the narrative? Right. I think. I think. I think. I was. I was kind of thinking more major players than like a guy who has has, has two lines, and and mm. one of them is he he's right over there, Mister Underwood, or. Yeah, whatever that bartender says. I mean, I feel like he's a bartender who seems like like he's a pretty nice guy, but he doesn't want to deal with anybody's shit. He's just kind of he's a little short sometimes, yeah. but he's pretty friendly. Yeah. Just like, right. what do you want? Okay, here right. you go. I was thinking more like like Aragorn or like like that yeah. like that level, the major players maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, like maybe not the bartender from the Prancing Pony in Bree. Yeah, uh, or or like Fatty Bulger, uh, or although Fatty Bulger is pretty much a badass who always gets sort of like gets no play, no love because he didn't he didn't make it into the cut of the movies. But here, let's let's pour some out for Fatty Bulger because you know he did a thing, he did a hell of a thing. He had no dog in the fight, but he he put himself at a lot of risk for his friends. Did old Fatty Bulger. I mean, he kind of had a dog in the fight, but it wasn't nearly the same dog as some people. It wasn't as big a dog as as some people. But anyway, that's not my point, Nelson. And now you got me off the point. So So your fatty bulger is what you're saying? No, no. What I'm saying is it, it like we were talking about what characters we would be in in Lord of the Rings. I was talking about this with my wife and. You know, I said, you know, well, um, uh, you know, who would who would you be? And she's all like, I think I'm Eric. Is this a really roundabout way of you of you saying that she said you were Gimli? Yeah. Did I tell the story before? No, but you've got you've got you've got BGE. What, what, what are you talking about? 
big Gimli energy. What? Why? Why are you saying this too? Oh, I mean, I see. Here's the thing: we haven't talked about this particular thing, but we did determine it over several episodes that you're you're a dwarf, and that's part of why you hate elves so much. Okay, well, I know we've talked about that. So that's I, why I, that's why I was guessing she would go Gimli, just because I feel like it's you got. She doesn't listen to the episodes of this thing on this podcast. I, you know what? She was totally surprised by her earrings, the ones that mm-hmm. I totally blew two weeks before <laughs> Christmas for everybody on a live. No, but I'm not podcast. saying you have to listen to the. I'm I'm just saying like, I'm, uh, sorry, and sorry if I spoiled your story i just i just feel like i wanted to get in that like that prediction because once again we i think we determined i think she's just reading the general vibe and so it, it would when if you take that vibe into account then gimli was the obvious anyway obvious she said i was i reminded her of gimli can you believe that shit yeah <sighs> who are you thinking aragorn Why? Well, okay. he's cool. <laughs> One, I'm a dude, uh, like yeah. a human dude. Two, yeah. like uh, I. Well, that, but if that's your if that's your criteria, then that's the only one you could be of beyond. It's where it's him or Boromir. Those are your two choices. If yeah. you're going like well, tight circle, like major characters, maybe yeah. I guess Faramir gets in there. Denethor right. gets in there. Yeah, I mean, they're starting to run out of humans. Yeah, well, what about Eomer? Eomer's in there, and Eomer and and Piglet. He's there a little bit, movie wise. He's he's the man's barely in it. Man, man, but he's also, but isn't he Carl Urban? He is. Which is the most Carl Urban does a hell of a job with it. I just mean Eomer. Like he's he only does so much in the act because he because he he's gone and then he shows up at the very end but you see gandalf as much as you see him in the middle of that oh i don't mean to i don't mean to totally derail my point and this entire conversation but like okay look for me on the dawn of the third day like okay. yeah look for gandalf <laughs> Gandalf's right. the one saying that right right gandalf's so gandalf, the one you gandalf. see you see amor like checking with gandalf and, and being like hey you were right but is it <laughs> like they are they need us like, I mean, Aragorn's just like, okay, never ask like the, the important questions like look, look for me where or like the third day from now or the third day from but he, and here's and like, here's why here's why I don't see an Aragorn for you. What because Aragorn doesn't think about the Aaron Aragorn doesn't doesn't ask too many questions. He doesn't he does he doesn't need that explanation. Aragorn doesn't complain. Aragorn just rolls with everything, man. Just rolls oh, man. with it. So I guess by, Rolls. by by process of deduction from your statement, you're saying that I complain too much to be Aragorn is what you're saying. Oh, probably. Yeah. I didn't really think about it that way. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I feel well, like I think you got, character- you got thing you got things to get to you. Like Aragorn's been like, you know, off in the wilderness for decades. But you never all he does is sit in the corner and smoke his pipe and keep an eye on stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't like the woods. Like mm-hmm. I don't sleep comfortably on on dirt. No, yeah, that's all that's all that man sleeps on. Mm, I, maybe he, I'm loves, he loves a dirt sleep. <laughs> a little dirt nap. 
Like you do you, you see his cuticles in those movies? They're like they're like oh man, man. You know, talk about things that like 4K and and ultra high def did not make any more attractive. Uh Aragorn's cuticles right up there, right yeah, up yeah. there. Yeah, and see, that's not a thing Aragorn would think or say. Not about somebody like else, not about walked, himself. Walked into a trap there. He's too polite for that, for one. We so uh I guess we just spent half of the show on the introduction. To be, I mean, Aragorn is like Tolkien's idea of like uh, the the ultimate promise of what man can be. <laughs> well, right, which is sort of like me. That's where it comes back in the line with like me, you know. Well, I mean, it's like technically, it's a. I don't, I don't think that there's there's a there's a person that that lives up to what what Aragorn is. Maybe you're a Boromir. No, I don't want to be Boromir. But but, but Boromir, Boromir is Boromir is the best of who men are. Aragorn's the best of who men can be. Is what they're supposed to be but like. Boromir like is still real... like a true hero. Boromir gets gets some short shrift in the movie. I feel like there's there's like the, the the scene of him playing with the hobbits. You get a few like scenes of him being a good brother, but I feel like he's like a, he's like a fucking Beowulf man. Like he's there's that point where they're trying to get up the mountain and there's just too much snow. He's like stand back and just start shoveling snow with his shield to get them up the mountain. He's just yeah, like I uh, got yeah, this. I remember- I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, yeah. Uh, he just, you know, he he has some shortcomings. Yeah. Well, insatiable lust for power uh, is. Uh, is it insatiable lust. lust for power that for a minute he gets he gets, you know, drawn in by by the lure of the ring and then immediately regrets it and then dies but, trying to save everybody. Maybe maybe more like temporary insatiable lust for power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fleeting insatiable lust you know mm-hmm. so many of my insatiable lusts are fleeting you know maybe i am boromir maybe i could live with that you know i've got some here's, here's the interest. thing i feel like aragorn wouldn't say he's aragorn aragorn would say boromir whoa whoa you're just now you're just now you're just tripping mind games up on this mm-hmm. yeah yeah hey speaking of movies uh, yeah, <laughs> we were we were going to talk about some movies today. Uh, we were, yeah. Do you want to move to movie corner from the introduction? Yes. Okay. Movie corner. Get out your popcorn and your popcorn earrings that your son got your wife, because uh, it's time for movie corner. Does she wear them when it's when you guys watch movies? She wore them the other day, and I gotta tell you, they were hot like butter and mm-hmm. shiny like extra shiny butter at the at the movies. Uh, and you know they cost about the same. They were fifteen dollars, which is about the price of a large popcorn at the theater. Ha cha! Little little theater mm-hmm. joke, theater popcorn price joke there for the listeners. I don't, yeah, I haven't gotten popcorn at a movie in a while. I don't even know. No, what they... do, do you remember when we we were doing Victor Continental and they used to just like give us bags of Liberty Hall movie popcorn? Like mm-hmm. they just give us a trash bag full of Liberty Hall movie popcorn. Like we could have filled a tub with Liberty Hall movie popcorn and had a fucking Liberty Hall movie popcorn bath. 
if we'd have wanted to back in those days. Yeah. Although, I mean, that's not good for the popcorn. I mean, depends. Depends on what you're doing. It gets with all, it gets all, but it gets all busted up. Then you get the, the, that busted ass, that busted ass shake popcorn. You don't want that. You want the good kernels. You want the full kernels. Well, anyway, I, more, <laughs> I don't know if we're, we're not actually going to sell the popcorn after we, we bathe in it. I just mean like the enjoyment is going to diminish after a little uh, bit. What oh, you man. here's what you want. You want to like lay in the tub and have somebody pour the popcorn on top of you. What you don't want to get like get in a tub of popcorn. Oh yeah, yeah, kinky. kinky if you're gonna put any, like if you're gonna put any in ahead of time, just like a real thin layer, just to lay on top of. Get most of it on top of you. That's yeah. the dream. Take it from uh, me. I worked in movie theaters for 15 years. I know the, you thought, the you thought a lot about this popcorn. <laughs> Did you? You have to be up there messing with your projectors, thinking like, "Oh, someday I won't get somebody to pour popcorn on me in a bathtub." Yep. Every day, that's yeah. what got me through. I figured in that voice too. It was always in my voice, but gravelly, and and you never wondered why. Mm-hmm. Never once. No, I wondered why. Okay. So what movie did you go see that we want to talk about here? Um, uh, I mean, here's the thing. I didn't, I, I only went and saw one movie in the last, however, a bit. And it was the new yeah. Spider-Man and I loved it, but you haven't seen it. And it's not yeah. been out that long. I don't want to spoil it beyond saying, I thought it was great. I thought it was like, it met my expectations. And then like, even I'd say it kind of went past them a little, like it, it did. It did exactly what I wanted it to do. Yeah, and that's nice. And it was. It was. It was fun having the having the multiverse stuff going on. The the people. Yeah, reckon, like it. It it does a, it. It ties together those the, the three MCU movies and then all the other movies that have been Spider Man movies before that are all tied up in this movie. I feel like, and uh, that's a hard thing to do. Star Wars sure fucked that up, but Spider Man didn't. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Go, go to the new Spider-Man, not fucking up like Star Wars. I got to tell you a funny thing about Tom Holland. Um, I I actually worked with He's British. A guy, he is British. And I worked with a British guy in Britain. Tom Holland? Uh, in, in you Norris, know him? Named, named Tom Holland. It was not the same Tom Holland, but every time I hear Tom Holland, it makes me laugh a little bit because I remember my British friend, Tom, Tom Holland, who was, who was kind of a... A, a, a very thin, uh, somewhat gothish uh, young uh, gay lad uh, who uh, whose favorite catchphrase was I'll see you in Strasbourg uh, is what he, he would always say to me. So every time I see the name Tom Holland, I think about Strasbourg and I think about my Tom Holland. The other thing is, is we used to make make light of names of customers and one time he dealt with a customer with the last name Murgatroyd and we had no end of fun with the name Murgatroyd so Tom Holland if you're out there somewhere uh, thinking of you buddy Murgatroyd and congratulations on your success in Spider-Man even though it's not you see you in Strasbourg baby I'm sure he dines out on it still he must. He must. Um, but I didn't see Spider-Man. But you know what? Here's the thing. I loved it, too. I feel like uh, the past ones have, have been great. And this one was just a lot more of what I was hoping it would be. Awesome. 
Yeah. But what we both did see, you and I, me in the theater, and I think you at home, yes. is, is the new James Bond. And, yes. uh, and, and uh, no, no time, no time to die, Nelson. No. No time to die, um, but a time to completely uh, rewrite, a, rewrite a character um, and, and put him in, into the modern era. Uh, I'm I'm interested in in your thoughts on the thing. I I liked it. I liked it as a if the if the Daniel Craig James Bonds are kind of a soft reboot. I like it as a wrapping that story kind of up rather than doing a continuation post it. I feel like it it gives them an opportunity to do something kind of big and different next after him since he's not going to be doing it anymore i thought it was i thought it was a pretty effective way to do it i was uh i was a little surprised by like how it how it all breaks down that none of it got spoiled for me since i hadn't seen it until just a few days back yeah it was surprisingly quiet on the on the old spoilers and spoilers uh Mm. we're gonna do spoilers here probably in just a little bit about the spoilers that you're talking about yeah um which are uh so you might want to stop the 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 podcast here and go uh, read spoilers and then come back so you'll know what spoilers we're talking about uh so we'll give you a second to do that and um yeah uh i i i i thought it i thought it all worked i thought it all worked uh except uh that remy malik's plan was absolutely insane and uh, i didn't even we- quite get a hundred percent the level of plan he was dealing like it didn't even seem like he had that much of a plan beyond revenge and then positioning himself as a new power broker in the world with his yeah. with his poison stuff like it seemed like he was going to maybe kill some people on on the way out like you know to get get the ball rolling i can't remember if he was yeah. or if they were just taking the stuff out of there so that they would have enough even if the place got fucked up that's that's if I have a complaint about it, I feel like because they were working kind of the the story more than the like do, doing more character story because uh, the James Bond plot is usually a bit flimsy anyway. I feel like this was it was just a little more absent. Like I thought yes. I thought Rami Malek was fine, but I also felt like he wasn't doing very much in that movie because he was kind of behind the scenes for so much of it. Like you don't even see his face till like two hours into the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I maybe earlier than that. I, I forgot he has that one scene. That's the like, that's the thing. Like he doesn't see James Bond until that movie is coming into like round and third. Is yeah, when they finally have a scene together and they have two scenes together. Well, yeah, and and like the really his it's it's a real slow burn on his his plot. Real slow burn to the point where it's a it's a ludicrously slow burn um, and you're spending most of the time wondering what, what is going on, but uh, enjoyable. Nonetheless, I think we, we just hit time, but we did want to talk about matrix and maybe a little bit on, on don't look up. Uh, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about don't look up. Yeah. Um, so you want uh, matrix. I saw the first uh, half of where it was basically matrix talking about how hard it was to be matrix. Uh, and I decided to stop, but you went on. Yeah, no, I watched I watched the whole thing and it yeah. it's garbage. It is bad. 
yeah. it is shocking how bad it is. Like I, I thought the third one was bad, but this is like, ugh. I, 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 it was like I kept being like, "What are you even doing here?" Especially it, in that first it, hour. Is it weird rave in a cave uh, resistance party? Bad or worse? no? No, it's much worse than that. Oh my god! The whole thing. I would rather if it had been a fucking three-hour resistance rave. Really? Yeah. Really? No, uh, it's it's bad. Because I, I I found um first of all I I I have to say I, I I've always loved Keanu um for his uh, his I don't solid. Know, don't get me wrong. Commitment. I love him in it. He, he's he's kind of. He's kind of great because he's 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 really Keanuing. Yeah, yeah, a solid commitment to being Keanu Reeves in every movie. It which, really which pays is, off I feel here. like Keanu Reeves is is like is like pothead Nick Cage. Yes, you get some of the same reaction points, but it but nowhere near the the cocaine intensity of a Nicolas Cage. <laughs> right, right. Uh, whereas, and, and also, Nicholas Cage just can't can't play the dead-eyed innocence, mm-hmm. um, the dumbfounded, just like, why did you take my toast away, Daddy? Uh, looks that Keanu still consecutively gives. Um, by the way, that that was a conversation with with a with a kid. The why did you take my toast away, Daddy? It's not a weird sexual thing. That was like when you take a kid's toast away when they're really young, and they're just like, why did you take my toast away? Like they'll never get toast again i feel like this gets better the more i explain it it does no i understand the the toast daddy metaphor yeah yeah from now on i'd like you to call me toast daddy nelson you're writing that down right (laughs) well well i'll i'll duly noted that that those are your demands so i watched the first i don't negotiate with terrorists well where they were saying oh we've got to make another matrix game that's uh, who would reboot a Matrix game? Why would you even do having that? Having to and be like, in in a like a real obnoxious writers' room, fucking working on a Matrix sequel, which yeah. is trying to drive as they're trying to drive Keanu kind of insane in in his in his weird prison was just insufferable. The whole yeah, I was right there with him. Only, only I had the power to turn it all off, so I did. I, I feel like there, there were parts, there were parts of of it that I'm like, I can see the intention here, and I don't necessarily think that your intention was bad. I feel like the framework of the thing is not necessarily bad, but like everything they packed around the framework was bad. There you go. So I feel like the 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 kind of very basic storyline seems to work more or less. I feel like there some of their instincts of like things to do. It's just part of it is it's like you're in you you know if you have you ever taken a film class and then there's like the, those few people who talk a lot in film class who you really wish would shut the fuck up in film class. It's like they they make they put build a table of those guys and have them try to talk about the matrix without saying anything about beyond how great it is. So not even right. like really talking about it thematically or like what worked about it exactly. Just like using a lot of fucking superlatives about it for minutes. It is yeah. a long montage. And so yeah. it's just like, what do you, uh, okay. It's, it's real. 
It's real I, up its it, own it, ass it, with the it, meta. It, it, and well, and, and and I feel like with you, you have to be really, really careful with like the you know that kind of self-referential stuff because uh, in the right hands, it can be an exceptionally clever device. Uh, these yeah. were not the right hands. The, this the, was not this clever. Was, this <laughs> yeah. wasn't clever in any way, shape, or form. Nor did I kept waiting for it to pay off. I was like, this bit's got to pay off, right? They're gonna they're gonna bring us to a point where this is the, we're gonna go oh this is why they're doing this no it never never came never came mm. it was just it was uh, there's a post-credit scene with those guys where they 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 start saying it should be cats more or less so maybe that was the moment that you were waiting for i didn't i didn't make it to that moment no no it's yeah. it's it's bad it doesn't like here's the thing the cgi looks good the fighting doesn't look good yeah it's that kind of i don't know i don't like that john wick action style that much i think it's kind of boring it it, it did seem like rather than than like doing any fighting like like keanu was like i don't have time to fight so they're like okay you just force push everything just Mm -hmm. just do a lot of force pushing that'll be cool um anyway there are like ideas about it that i kind of like i like there's some stuff they I like they give they give her powers at the end. They kind of seem to suggest that like the reason that he was successful is it more that it was there was the two of them and that they both had the power together. And I'm like, that's an interesting idea. It'd be cool if you'd done anything with this before, like the last fucking five minutes of this long, long, terrible movie. As opposed to just having her only show up in coffee shops sporadically throughout the whole rest of the movie. So for our cultured folks in, in the, in the audience, um, what, what, uh, what drink would you pair with, with this movie? Just whatever, whatever gets you drunk. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Whatever whatever helps you fall asleep early. And, and miss That's, as much uh... as of it. it's also <laughs> the I, the the not having not bringing back lawrence fishburne is still bonkers and they're like it'll make sense when you see it don't worry and i know their explanation was like he died he dies in a video game but it's like it's the future um the morpheus character is just a program that neo created to like trick his mind out of his prison thing and so uh you could fucking make the program look like Lawrence Fishburne. It uh, it would still work that way. Also, there's the idea that like deep down he looks like Lawrence Fishburne, even if he doesn't, because they can see through. Apparently, Neo looks like just a, a nebbishy, like middle aged guy. And every mm-hmm. now and then, you like see like when he looks at himself in a mirror. And I'm like, you could have also just worked it that way where it's Lawrence Fishburne, but he technically doesn't look like Lawrence Fishburne to anybody, but those few people who can see him as Lawrence, like it makes no, there's no internal consistency in the logic. And so it makes no sense at all. And half the movie, like the programs who aren't humans, like can exist in the real world as these swarms of nanites that are just like big black blocky forms that kind of look like the people they look like, which uh, they could have made that guy look like that CGI look like Lawrence Fishburne when he's out of the matrix. And so not having to appear due to the parameters of the matrix, he can be whatever he wants. He turns into like just a little like stream of these nanites. If he feels like it, 
could look like Lawrence Fishburne. I'm just like, did Lawrence Fishburne do something terrible to the Wachowskis and they hate him? Because that's the only explanation now that makes sense as to why he's not in that movie. Folks, do you have any information on that or do you want to make any guesses? Uh, hashtag Double Deuce. Uh, what up, Lawrence Fishburne? And then also, I, I like that. I like that hashtag because we want to know about this. But also, what up, Lawrence Fishburne? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, so you, you, you'll two birds with one stone or one fish burn. We missed you, man. We really yeah. missed you. We, we, we always will. The guy, the guy they had doing an impression of him was fine, I guess, but he didn't really have, he didn't have any of the gravitas of a fish burn. Yeah. And I feel like also the, the cadence that fucking everyone but Keanu Reeves speaks in in those movies, which was basically... I feel like especially at first just how he was doing it and kind of how uh, fucking Hugo Weaving was doing it and then now everybody in those movies by like by the third one was speaking that exact same way and they all still are and I'm just like it doesn't work if you're not Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving trying to speak this way it just feels weird it's kind of like their NPR voice Mm -hmm. it's like people doing a bad Shakespeare reading sometimes it's like real stilted yeah well i just yeah i hated it i hated it there you go nelson's that's my review i hated it speaking of before we get out of here applebee's commercial hated it applebee's (laughs) (laughs) and that's all the time we have for today folks that's not fair (laughs) applebee's is better than the new matrix yeah I'm serious. There we go. Applebee's better than the new Matrix. Oh, oh, oh. I'd rather spend three hours in an Applebee's than watching that movie again. I feel like that's an Applebee's challenge that we're going to have to put on TikTok now. I just, yeah, no. I If I had to, like, actively watch it, that movie again, or go to Applebee's for the same amount of time, I feel like I could like watch a, a sports, like a, a game. Like I could go, I would watch football or something for that amount of time while in an Applebee's. Okay. What about Apple, a simple- Applebee's? You can watch things on the TV that aren't that matrix movie. <laughs> one, one last question. What, what if someone's like, uh, like you get a phone call and someone's like, you have to go to Applebee's and watch that movie now have to watch that movie at Applebee's. Why? Yes. Where someone in the world dies. You don't know who. What do you do? I can't get any information on who it is. No, nope, can't get any information. Could be Hitler. Could be uh, a little, a little, a, 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 a wee, uh, cute puppy. I mean, I, well, you said you said someone as in a person, but it okay, could, could also be a, be a puppy. Could be, a, could be a, a, an adult puppy reenactor named Ken. Yeah. I mean, in that case, I would have to go to Applebee's and watch that movie. It wouldn't be fun or good. I would hate it. But at least I was saving somebody's life. If I could get some more information on who, then I might have to make some like there's probably there's like there's a line some like in there where it's like, yeah, I might not go do that for this person, I suppose. But but it's 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 not a big chunk on that side. So, yeah, probably I'd have to go do that. You're a good man. I don't want to. I know. 
What if I, okay, here's a question. Yeah. If I go in good faith to watch the, the, the new Matrix at Applebee's, what happens? What does it? Does it uh, is it a problem if I like get kicked out of the Applebee's before the Matrix is over? Could I get kicked out of the Applebee's? But I went like I tried to go to Applebee's and watch this movie, but the management was being unreasonable about my needs. And so I was being unreasonable about their needs and they kicked me out. I tried. Do they still kill this person? I feel like that's another question. That the the audience? Uh, audience, what do you think? Uh, hashtag Nelson gets the boot. I feel like I, I, will, I would be interested to get some of the information on the, the situation in writing so I could look for loopholes like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would what have. If, what if you ask for that information? House, like review if, the circumstances <laughs> of this, this, this weird arrangement. And if you have a copy of the script for the new Matrix movie, send it to Nelson uh, at, uh, at, at Nelson. What is at Robo Nelson cop? You have to tell us if you're a cop. That's my email, yes. Great. That's all the time we have. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, uh, we love you. Yeah. Call me toast. Watch, 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 go watch a good movie. Go, yeah. Have, have a nice time. Yeah. Tell your mom I said hi. Don't, don't. Don't feel like I want to I want to stress. Don't feel like, oh, man, we should check that new Matrix out. Like it sounds it's not fun. Terrible. It's it's boring. Terrible. Yeah. It's not like a thing where you can laugh at like, oh, man, look how shitty this is. No, it's just a muddle. It's not. It's not fun. I have I've rarely seen Nelson this this angry at, at a movie. Yeah. He hates it's, it's hard movie. to get. I feel like you need a certain set of circumstances to get a movie that where I'm like, oh man, this is offensively bad. And this this one takes the boxes, you know, like a movie that cost a lot of money. A movie from yeah. people who should know better. That's I think that's a very valid point. And uh, who uh, have gone over this material before. It's not like it's a bold new movie. I feel like the question I have after that movie is why? Why did you do this? What was go. the point of this? If you're directly involved in the Matrix movie, why, why did you think that this needed to be done? What did you? Hashtag, what did you? What do you think this adds to anything? Hashtag tell Nelson why. Tell tell Nelson why. There's a part in it where, like, when the the, the new villain is like catching Keanu Reeves and he's like laying out his sinister plan. And uh, he's talking about how he beats Keanu Reeves. Cause like Keanu Reeves solved the first movies by using his, his superpower bullet time. And like, they're like, we, we, we beat you with our superpower. Just, just, we just go even faster. So you go even slower. They just fucking stop time. It's not dynamic really. There's like one, there's like a couple things where it's like they're moving bullets in the air. But since the Matrixes came out, we've watched a bunch of superheroes with super speed running around in movies and stuff. And they've already done all the super speed tropes of the world is frozen around me. So it just looks super played out at this point. But that's, that's their secret. That's their, that's their big, that's their big fucking ace is we're going to stop time for everybody but the villain. We're, we're calling you out, Matrix movie fucking dumb like did nobody 
like ah, fucking some some vice president needs to leave a note about this like like sometimes theater sometimes studio notes can be good sometimes they can fix things <laughs> sometimes they're unnecessary just because the person thinks they need to get their fingerprints on a movie so that they can you know like validate their position in a company sometimes they're trying to make a movie better there you go where where was that here we we had no heroes to step up there were no heroes in this matrix well all that all that evil needs to triumph is for people to leave no studio notes on this new matrix movie before they were finished making it man spoken like the bartender at the prancing pony yeah no he would have hated it too i think I think he seems would. like a real no nonsense kind of guy, and that movie was a lot of nonsense, but not fun nonsense. I, yeah. I can't reiterate that enough. Please don't watch this movie thinking it's going to be funny to watch. It's not funny. It's just and don't don't watch bad. it thinking Nelson's making a joke here. It's not fun. Uh, he'll, he'll, he's laughing at home. Knowing I'm not I, mad. I'm disappointed. Matrix. He's disappointed. All right. Well, we've about moved into double episode territory here. So we 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 need you to know we care about how terrible this movie is, and mm-hmm. we care about your time because we're saving you time. Watch a good, watch a good terrible movie. There's tons. Watch a good terrible movie like she or her, whichever that one was. Maybe both of them, if you can find it. Hey, you know what I want to watch again? Speaking of wizard people, dear readers. Me too. We need to have a, a screening of that at some point when we can all like see each other again. Yeah, that'd That's be fun. Lovely. Go check that out, Brad Neely. Yeah. Much better use of your time than than the new Matrix movie. Yes, so much better. Or watching the the, the actual Harry Potter movie in, in which it, it's taken from. Yeah. It's it's the best thing that came out of of all the Harry Potter things. Wizard people, dear reader. It's there it's, you go. It's the cherry on top of all of all. Of, so all don't celebrate stuff. the twentieth anniversary by watching any of that shit that's on the twenty and twentieth anniversary celebrations. Go watch Wizard People, dear reader, and and you're welcome. That's our gift to you. Yeah. Well, Happy New Year too. Yeah, Happy New Year. That also happened. And hey, Stefan's uh, threw in a comment on our last post. Hey, Stefan, it's great. it's good to have you back, buddy. Got quiet for a while, but that's okay. Life happens. That's not guilt. I'm not guilting you. We're just happy to have. We're just happy to see you. It's like seeing an old friend, like our old friend Stefan's back, and we're happy about that. I mean, I'm happy about that. I don't know. I can't speak for Nelson. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just finished ha- having a big drink when you're like <laughs> threw that to me. Uh, no, it's okay. No, I love Stefan. I wish I wish he was he was here right now. Yeah, Stefan, don't watch the Matrix movie. We're trying to save you. <laughs> uh, join us next week when we'll be doing the show again. Yeah. We're hoping to get back in person. We're on Zoom tonight, and we're hoping to get back in person because uh, it's always more fun in person, I think. Me too. What do you think? Hashtag double deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I walked you in. Good work. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, 
this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us a, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. Good episode.